Hello, hello all. Welcome to the Popcorn Podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss movies made by, starring, created by, directed by, written by, whatever it is by people of color, because this is popcorn, P-O-C, not P-O-P. So welcome. We missed you. Happy New Year, 2023. I am one of your hostesses, Tamaya. I am joined by my lovely co-host. Please introduce yourself. Hello, this is Esther. Happy 2023. I feel it in my bones. It will be better than 2021. 2021 <laughs> or 2022? 2021. I said what I said. She said what said she what said, said, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, she said what she said. Um, <laughs> that, was, that felt loaded. <laughs> so, <clears throat> we have decided to discuss um ironically a movie titled happy new year this movie is a bollywood flick um and it was as esther puts it quite a ride (laughs) to be seen on netflix for any who would like to uh take a peek i will do the synopsis of course you will and there we are i'm passing it on to you my friend Yes, yes, yes. So Happy New Year is a 2014 Indian Hindi language action comedy heist film. I'm taking all of this from our lovely Wikipedia. It is now streaming and available in the U.S. on Netflix. Um, It was directed by Farah Khan and it stars in a simple cast of very high names within the Bollywood and just overall film uh, industry, I think at this point, and it's starring Shah Rukh Khan, Deepika Padukone, Abhishek Bachchan, uh, Sonu Saad, Bomani Irani, Vivan Shah, and Shafi Shroff. And it was released on Diwali in 2014. Um, and at the point when it was released, it uh, made it the production. Uh, budget was $5.6 million American. Um, and on its opening day, it set record for the highest first day collection made by an Indian film to that point and secured a worldwide gross of $51 million. So it was a big budget uh, and big gross movie worldwide. And actually now in 2023, it is among the 26th highest is this it is the 26th highest grossing indian film of all time so really what we are working with yes, yes really yes. uh-huh 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 okay yes <laughs> <laughs> if only you could see my host face <laughs> <laughs> let's begin so oddly enough anyone who listens to this podcast knows that i tamaya the cinephile yes to normally uh choose some lengthy films because cinephiles normally lean into sometimes we don't want to leave the theater so the longer the better um and can i say i feel like that is our running joke for all eternity, it seems like that I am the one 
who is not the cinephile who ends up picking very lindy films who ends up picking <laughs> without my and, knowledge and i mean i'm like all right let me get into this thing you know let me knock this thing out um you know it's gonna be a quickie because it's like you know uh uh a goofy light film so it's going to be a quick you know wham bam thank you ma'am in the most respectful way possible um <laughs> and this film was two hours and 59 minutes it was an avatar length film of silliness yes i've never been a part of a film of silliness to such extent it is the first such... for all time so i'm very glad that i you know was able to offer you that first oh you are you now um <laughs> yes. i'd even go so far to make the claim that if they did not do as many slow-mos as they did in this film it could easily have been a reasonable look <laughs> <laughs> like the amount of slow-mo scenes in this film with fan like beyonce fan ladies and gentlemen uh we're just about to look at this person and their body as they stare at us through the camera and their hair blows in the wind if they limited that from the 60 that were there to a solid six we could have been in a much more concise well, version of this film this could be a cultural sort of context breakdown right okay In when we do go outside of the, I will call it North American slash Western way of producing films, right? Uh, and we venture into other markets, hopefully we will do, that maybe films or or maybe or it might just also just be Bollywood and we'll figure and we'll learn hopefully as we watch more of those that the it's the film is not just story but it's also performance mm -hmm. because you know as we watch this film it's for me it was akin to watching one of our previous film in the heights where in the heights was a musical and this film was a dance video if like there's mm. there, there, there's a comparison right like you have your musicals with music and songs and this one was like a film but the vehicle through which it was done is through dancing mm. so in mm. that way they both had similar runtime okay okay yeah, what what do you think i think that if they didn't have as many slow because <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with a musical and I did feel that this was very musical-esque okay. um, music okay. video I think was an excellent comparison because I could see that because there was so much extra dancing along with the musical not like just the music telling the story but full-blown music videos so within this film and really good quality ones i might have oh, like, i mean those are the like music I said, those and are, stuff i've, I've never top seen notch these are these are top notch um um what is it actors here like actors slash dancers that we are seeing so this is you know top of the top quality of you know fame 
I will admit this is, I think this is my first Bollywood film that I saw in its entirety. So again, yay. That is why I do we do think this. that it is my first, yeah, for sure. That's why we do this podcast to brighten our horizon and hopefully our listeners as well. Hopefully. <laughs> Being that it was my first Bollywood film, I was not at all prepared for all the all of all of all of the factors, as Esther has said, that they include in such a film from the I was just like, all right, let's we'll get into the questions. But the point I'm trying to say is the slow-mos. <laughs> so a bit is that normal? Tip? Again, I haven't watched that many Bollywood films myself. Okay. And I also am somebody as you know by now, listeners, am very um, itchy past the 90 minute mark. <laughs> or any films. Um, I did have to put it on 1.5 speed on Netflix, which I really appreciate that they offer you that option. Oh my God. And you didn't. I didn't want to color your experience. Maybe you wanted to watch it and all it's, you know. Y'all, I swear to goodness, if y'all could see <laughs> the face that I got for this girl right now, my best friend, Esther, if y'all could see <laughs> the nose flare that I am putting on right now, that this woman, person. I I've, I've shared that with you before. I don't think this would have been the time to remind. This <laughs> okay. would have been the time to remind <laughs> so getting to the questions people oh 1.5 speed what what get to my day. well wrong question. what were you expecting or what have you heard from the new year happy new year bollywood experience well did not hear anything it was really the way that i came to recommend this movie was, hey, we have this podcast, so I'm gonna be giving you a bit of a <laughs> uh, insight behind the curtain here. You know, it was like, hey, we need to find a movie to talk about. Uh, and, you know, it's the new year, we're on the 10th day of January, 2023. Mm -hmm. And I did not feel like doing anything heavy or too much. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, let me find a movie that is, again, right, fits our criteria, but is light. So comedy, let's do comedy. And then as I was searching, I was like, what, you know, what kind of criteria do I need to add to that? Because, right, again, we have uh, limiting, I'm not limiting, but, you know, very set parameters of it being by people of color in some way, shape, or form. Yes. And so I then am in a relationship with a person of the Southeast Asian persuasion. Um, so I was like, hey, what about a Bollywood film? I haven't done it. We haven't done it yet on our podcast. So let me try to find a comedy from Bollywood that would, you know, be uh, streaming and available to us all. And I hit on Happy New Year. I saw Shah Rukh Khan. I knew of him. Um, and so it was available on Netflix. I looked at the preview. It was very silly. And I was like, hey, why not? 
I recommended it. <laughs> silly my is the word, y'all. Silly is the word. <laughs> yes. My host was like, yes, let's do it based on the preview. And here we are. So that is it. I did not really know anything more about this. I actually now am trying to not, you know, wiki the film before I watch it. So I don't have a preconceived notion. Look at you. I know. I'm I'm doing better, right? That that is my my new new me, new podcaster mindset when it comes to this podcast. Okay. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I love to hear it. So that is that. I think uh, it would have helped to wiki it uh, before. Or I think you know, it, would not have helped. it would not have helped because the information was readily available to me on Netflix when it does show you the wrong time. <laughs> I just purposely did not see it. <laughs> Neither of us saw it until we, you purposely. <laughs> Neither of us saw it until we were yeah. getting ready to start it. And it was just like, what, what? like I, I did, what are you? I literally felt your thing for once. Like, <laughs> all right, let me watch this real quick, silly film. Yeah. Two hours and 58 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, which is beautiful, but, you know, because it is, um, it does not offer the English um, dubbed version, I've had to make sure I definitely, you know, pay like full like I was going to pay attention anyway because I usually like to know every mm -hmm. detail like I have to stop myself from rewinding to make sure I didn't miss something and with the film this long I just could not rewind not if I was no. going to see it in time um so it was like I couldn't look away and hear it you know just mm -hmm. at points to like full clothes yeah or you know normal mm -hmm. things you can do when you're watching a movie but you're still like a full functioning parent <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean so it was like not only is this three hours, <laughs> but it's you have to look at me three hours if you want to know inkling of what's going on. Yes. But it was it was quite a ride. Um, what would you? What did the inciting incident incite in you? <laughs> um. So I think it at this for this question, it's good to give a bit of a more detailed synopsis. Yes, please. So that people understand what we're dealing with. I just realized we didn't get to the synopsis. Yes, please, oh, carry on. And I think, don't think we did this disclaimer, but spoilers, 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 spoilers. Right, spoilers, 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 <laughs> spoilers always. <laughs> yes. Um, so this movie, we uh, are dealing with like a rock tag team. And I was, and as I was sharing with Maya before we started recording, oh, yes. for me, <laughs> at the one hour mark, <laughs> it dawned on me that I was watching a mashup between <laughs> Pitch Perfect, the movie, as well as Ocean, one of, one of the many Oceans, 11, 12, 13, whatever. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. So, and that aspect, you have a worldwide art competition, in this case, dance, that is also a heist movie of, you know, very detailed precision and, you know, everybody has a specific set of skills. Exactly, and yes. <laughs> within a very set time frame to do everything that they have to do and all of that stuff. So our main um protagonist here is Shadro Mahan Sharma, who goes by Charlie. 
Um, and he rags up a team made of Sharon, no, Sharon Groover's his dad. No, Sharon Groover's um, uh, antagonist. Um, so his dad, Manohar Sharma, is or was um, a very well known and at once we'll say very famous safe maker, safe in terms of, you know, what safekeeping, like, you know, putting um, very valuable items and right. this case diamonds and saves that are very much, you know, uh, made um, with like the high, the highest of tech and all of that. <clears throat> right. And we learn that his dad was betrayed uh, on his last job by this very greedy diamond he's not i i don't i don't think he's an exporter right because he doesn't actually mine the diamond and he's not a jeweler he's just an exporter of diamonds uh named mm -hmm. sharon rover who sadly framed his dad and which led to his dad committing suicide um because of just not seeing a path to justice because uh, the man who framed him bribed authorities, just made up a whole bunch of um, false, uh, what is the word? Claims? Not false claim, like false um, evidence. Accusations. Accusation and evidence. Oh, there you go. So this is Charlie's motivation is to avenge his dad and basically humiliate, you know, his dad's- uh, Nemesis nemesis and to do that he ropes in um a ex-captain within the army called jag prakash jag mohan quote-unquote jag prakash prakash uh who is a dynamite person so like like the strong guy within the team the muscle then you have tehatam tamilo who goes by tammy uh, who is the safe cracker of the team and rallying out, you know, you need to have a young hotshot um, hacker um, and that is uh, Nandu Bide? No, Nand no, Rohan Song is the hacker and then you have Nandu who is the lookalike to the bad guy's son and we need the bad guy's son's likeness because he along with his dad are the only two people who can access this safe. Right. And so we have this team, but we learn that uh, in order for them to actually get to the safe, they have to be part of this worldwide dance competition that's happening in Dubai. Mm -hmm. um, and so therefore for them to be able to like be seen as a uh, dance team, they rope in our last member, Mohini, um, who is played obviously by uh, Deepika on that front. So what was the inci inciting inc incident, which is the question. Right. <laughs> I have to give all of this background so we know what we're dealing with. <laughs> uh, for me, the inciting incident is, um, oof. Oof. I mean, it has to be, uh, him real like the newscast about the announcement that uh the bad guy is yeah, I suppose so. yeah I would agree. 
within the competition and will be presenting diamonds mm -hmm. or, or hosting the diamonds at that palace. So that's very, very early on within, I think, the first, like, 20 minutes of the yeah, film. even sooner, yeah. And everything that happens after that is based on that instant inciting incident. Um, mm -hmm. And... Again, like, this is for me, this is a pure, not pure, but like, this is a very heavy comedy film. So that I was okay with that because, you know, the for me, comedy relies less on storytelling as much as, like, acting. I feel like comedy is really heavy on the power of acting mm. than story. Mm. Because, you know... Usually, like a, it's, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. I, don't <laughs> I have it heard before in that comedy, head. yeah, I have heard it before that comedy is much more difficult to write and execute than most forms, most genres within film and TV. It is not, it, it seems like a simple thing to accomplish, but it's actually one of the most difficult yeah. um, and fields I, and to I can, overcome. Again, ha have, not being a cinephile and not knowing right the ins and out of screenwriting and all of that, but just as a audience member who is critical, right? Or, and thinks critically about what she consumes, I can tell how a lot of times what is essentially quote unquote simple is hardest to um, produce, to make um, enjoyable by the masses because mm -hmm. Because it is simple, there's not a lot of nuance. There's not a lot of, you know, gotchas or, you know, sub and, you know, sob story. Um, Not sob as in like sobbing, but sob plots within a comedy. It's really that the vehicle, like the story is the vehicle, the main vehicle, and it has to deliver. Mm. Which is a lot to put on the actors then because they have to bring that to life. Mm. right within their own craft uh and cannot rely on you know other external things like the score for a lot of like drama or the action scenes for you know actions or even just sort of um deep insights because i obviously we do have you know uh insightful comedies those obviously are there and exist but when it comes to drama, when you have something that is gripping or makes you cry, right? You don't have any comedy. So what you have is laughter. And laughter is one of those quote unquote universal um unifiers. Story plots or story genres that is hard because mm. comedy it's it's hard to to get people to uh agree or you know have a consensus on what is you know a joke mm -hmm. it's way harder Agreed. to do that than like a drama mm -hmm. so yeah great like I <laughs> definitely agree with that I definitely see because even thinking about what I would say when I was watching this film and what I would mention in this that, and the third having to even um police myself on this is comedy this is light this is fun you know, I could, serious is so much easier to get into. I mm -hmm. could literally nitpick 
my way through everything and find something that's insulted me or something that, oh, yeah. you know, could be wrong. <laughs> it's very much a black exploitation film, but in India, like an Indian, like <laughs> in my purview, I, or an Asian um, exploitation film. Um, and you can look that up, audience, um, <laughs> to see the the comparison there. But just like, what are the tropes that basically it's a type of film that can exploit if any, all the tropes quite possible one can exploit in a film in regards to who we are, our culture. Also, though, um, just just the silliness of it all and media and like making fun of media whilst in media, while showing media and everything like that. And But there are millions of people who are the audience of like black exploitation films and also um, films such as that. I thought of a few not I haven't this is my first Bollywood film but I've thought of a few films in which are also super super silly like I'll probably bring one to the table for us to review as well yeah. that are like my favorite and it's because the goal is how and please understand I'm and I hope this is okay I'm using this word you see I mean releasing myself now I'm using this word because I can't really think of much else for this how silly and stupid can this get? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I'm using this word not to offend anyone. Yeah. Just to seriously, the whole point is how stupid can we get here? How much can we do to push the envelope further than people can even realize? And that that has made it quite the ride of a film. <laughs> how many fans can we get in here to just blow at us at random times how many times can we rip off our shirts to show our pecs and muscles the beginning the beginning <laughs> alone when he's having a mud fight with some guy <laughs> and in between the mud fight he gets knocked out and so he stands up slow and everything becomes slow motion and he's ready to fight so people start pouring water on him to clean him up <laughs> And it's this close-up of the You wait, the audio is breaking, so I think you might have to. Sorry, right, I'm sorry. Oh, oh god. I was like from the very first five minutes, I really was like, this is about to be so Just the waterfall constant. Oh God, I'm crying laughing now. So it was quite the ride. Esther wanted us to have something light, something we don't have to dig too deep in, something where we can literally let all of that weight of what it means to be a person of color in media, in film, put it aside and just take in this experience that is Happy New Year. And my goodness. <laughs> I think it delivered. I just, I think like I'm jumping. I'm jumping. Okay. Like questions. Yes, the, I, think yes, the, the, I know, right? The next question is, did the climax deliver? I must say, yes. But please tell us, Esther, why you believe it delivered. So two takes. One on the more serious sides. Um, I think if you, you know, purely just following the, the world of this movie, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the climax delivered because right like there was a bit of suspense about like you know, will they be able to like do this job because <laughs> right before the climax climax there was a big snafu 
mm. where basically their plan hinged on them being eliminated. Right. Um, and just, you know, kind of doing their job without really having people pay attention to them and then go about their way, you know, being like losers. Right. And then, of course, that doesn't happen. They actually, the competition makes uh, sort of a last minute change, like rule change on 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 their behalf, really, and allows like an extra team to go on to like the finals. Correct. Which, you know, definitely toward their plans because now they're like, well, first it was like they were about to do this job and then they learned that the diamonds didn't arrive yet. So they're like, oh crap, right. what are we going to do? They do their, what was supposed to be their last performance, ready to go home. And then bam, rule change. You guys actually get to stay actually an extra uh, couple of days or they have to return. We weren't mm. really sure on that. So at that point, it's like Team India. Oh my gosh, like you are representing India. This is awesome. This is great. This is making the news at home. Um, and so you, but they still, again, have to go on doing this heist and hide it from Mohini, who they never really let in into their plans. Right. Um, and so. And she is the heart of the film, for sure. Yes. Mohini is the heart of the film. Her whole thing is is to earn self-respect, have your respect, even if you lose the competition. And that really is what drives us to such climax. Yes. Um, and so, you know, again, it's silly. There, there was a moment where like, no, will they be able to pull off the heist? Obviously, we know they will, but you know, there's still that like, you know, couple of seconds you're like, oh, what will happen? What will happen? You need the tension. You need the tension for sure. And then, you know, uh, another sort of climax is they were out doing the job and it was time for the India team to perform and none of them showed up to the stage. So it was just her, you know, kind of doing her little dance all by her lonesome. And then boom, they come. <laughs> At least like, you know, uh, the guys come except Charlie. And it's great. And then boom, again, Charlie comes. And then it's like a whole thing. So <laughs> it's a lot of booms. A lot of boom, boom. Oh my gosh. And then so, you have like action. So yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah. Talking it through now, it feels like a much funner movie than when I was trying to like watch it. To get through it. Agree. The whole time I was getting through, I'm like, stay, stay confident, girl. Look at, <laughs> enjoy the positives. Because as much as we want to go for a film like this, it's hard for even us because yeah. we're used to serious plot lines and plot twists and all these extra thing components we need to take in. And just like comedy is hard to produce, comedy is also difficult to enjoy and let in if you don't have the mindset set for it. Yes. Yes. You're so right. like with yeah, like with us who like we have life constantly in the way. Again, parenthood. Um <clears throat> hint hint the nap hours, the podcast of hours as well. <laughs> um shameless plug. Um we're we're wives. Uh, you know, we we're we 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 live, we have full-time jobs. So it's like trying to put down all that 
to really take in something to enjoy whilst in the middle of that. This is also why I, I personally like going to theaters because I can't do anything else and nothing else can mess with me. Mm -hmm. I get to kind of shut down and be in that theater. But in home, while I have a kid crawling on me and while this, that, and the third, oh, yes. it, it makes it very difficult to fully invest and enjoy something. So it was hard for us to take it in too until we finally get through it and we realize this was really fun, yes. silly. And I could even say by the end of it, super feel good a super feel good movie and i do love a good feel good movie yes it had me just like i really wanted to see you guys win and this was great and right. i like the dancing and the moves and the music is amazing the <clears throat> images are beautiful and the silliness is just like and, you guys again, are pushing the envelope on how, how i feel like listeners i think we're that I think we're at our six month mark right or close to that I think I'm sure I'm we're hoping. close if not there yeah and so I think at this point you know like I love cinematography like I love just how films are actually made through mm -hmm. the visuals the the camera directing all of that and this movie like if I had it on mute didn't know what the heck was going on. I would still watch Glenswood because it was a beautiful movie. Like the the people, like the shade of people mm. popped, like that was amazing. Um the vibrancy of the colors, the the just a shameless, you know, shirtlessness of the men. Shameless shirtlessness. And women. Yes. So I will add that I would have loved to see, I will add one critique, I would have loved to see a more range of colors in terms of um, the people. Now, I don't know well, if that is specific that is to that very area. That is issue. It's colorism within Okay. Bible. And that's yes. what I thought. Yes. So I, I do want to <laughs> yes. just because this is this is still the the pop, popcorn podcast yes. and we talk about this all the time. So yes. this is a light film. We're not going to go into it, but no. I do want to say that was like my only critique of, I saw one individual who was of darker complexion in the beginning who seemed like his boy during the mud fight. And then we never see him again. And I would have loved to see a more range of, um, of hues. Yes. But other than that, it was still very beautiful to see. Please carry on. Sorry to interrupt. I would say like, as we watch more of this, international films colorism colorism is there colorism. it's banned it's just and it's the whole world virus no matter what um but um but i, I agree it's gorgeous the colors and also the costume that's not my other that's what i'm about to say it's the costume, colors of the costuming gosh like, uh, the scoring and the cinematography like those things the technicalities of those things really matter to me and i think it delivers Mm -hmm. I would not be shocked if I tried to grab some of that music on Spotify because it was a yeah. bop. It was a yeah. serious bop. <laughs> I was just in there like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I was, I was really like, and because they repeat like the chorus so much, I'm like, I can probably learn this at this point. So yeah. And the other, and the other fun thing that I like when I watch things that are, you know, not made within like the Western. Um, film production realm mm -hmm. is some of the things that are allowed and not allowed you know mm -hmm. like it again this is a movie that was made in 2014 and kissing really that long ago i didn't realize that carry yeah, on 2014 and yes it was a long time ago but at the same time not so long ago right it's like almost 10 years ago right that like kissing and like sort of um enter 
but not intersex in that aspect, but like, you know, um, women, men sort of relationship wasn't explicitly showed. You're right. Uh, on the screen and that there was a little disclaimer about like you know, alcohol and that, you know, it, <laughs> it's, you know, it can cause health issues. Like I, for me, like I love it. I didn't even notice oh. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cute tidbit. Thank you. Yeah. So, so what would you say was the impact or how did it make you feel? Um, the impact for me is that one personal is that it made me realize, as I said, right, I have a South Asian partner and I have kids or, you know, South Asian culturally, um, obviously now. And it made me realize, like, hey, I should sort of watch more of these things, like kind of mm, get more expose them to that more exposed to these things yeah. so that I can share, you know, it with them at appropriate age and know what's out there. Mm -hmm. Um as well. And it was fun, right? Like it it was great. Uh and sort of overall as a consumer, like a pure sort of con consumer of it, the impact for me it was very cultural, like as I just shared, just figuring out just how other cultures sort of regulate and decide what is okay and not okay to show and what are, you know, topics and things that, again, are worthy to be told in a film format. Right. Was interesting because, again, we had a good I want to say minute scene of just somebody throwing up and that was shown that was shown it was shown and I was and like it, okay. it was like in different angles it was shown yes yes it was shown <laughs> in all its glory it was shown <laughs> gosh <laughs> but like you know just like um it still I think in my head like still had a bit of a childlike wonder and like shyness when it came to like a relationship between a man and a woman you know that was like weird like it that weird that that's very judgmental a very intriguing to me so yeah. yes the way they were constantly like flirting not flirting it was yes. very much like oh my god it felt like i was watching teenagers but those are people who were in their 40s yes you know? and even the way they insulted each other in the in the film yeah. like the insults were very juvenile and like you know just like yeah it was, but yeah, definitely a silly, silly time. I definitely could say that. I could say the impact kind of made me feel was, it did make me feel pretty light to be able to take in a film that I did not have to, you know, do a in, internal, in my mind dissertation mm -hmm. on, which I do enjoy, but I don't oh, yeah. realize I mean, the hey, difference. We're, yes, we're we both enjoy right? that. Like, it's just, want, I don't, you right. want the whole gamut. That's why we're doing this. Like, because it shows like, you know, people of color, we run the gamut. We're not a monolith. We run the gamut of all types of storytelling. Correct. <laughs> so yes, that's where it kind of had me just like, okay, I feel real light about this. Like I don't have to take this. I'm not supposed to take this seriously. Mm -hmm. And having to kind of reteach myself and take in this film was refreshing is the word I would use. Um, very different, especially because if you don't know, like I've heard of Bollywood, 
But if you mm -hmm. don't know how a Bollywood film goes, hold on to your seats because <laughs> this will show you something. It was just like, is that a whole music? Like, I was like, this is like, oh, they're going to do the whole song. And it's like a chorus <laughs> that's coming around again. Because <laughs> even... Because <laughs> they're singing and they're dancing and they're acting and they're doing yes, everything. Yes. And, and like they're stopping and they're looking at you slow and the wind is blowing and this and a third. <laughs> and it's like in musicals, and it was like as you were explaining it, I'm like, that is it. That's the difference. And I was like, there was something else here. That I, but it makes perfect sense now. Cause that is how a music video goes. Like in a in a musical you'll get like, usually the song is it have necessarily a recurring chorus. It doesn't usually have, you know, the story is almost the wording is exactly what's going on while they're walking through town or whatever the case may be. <laughs> this was so much more, so much more production <laughs> involved. And it was very, very fascinating. So yeah, that's how it made me feel. What would you say is your popcorn moment in this film? So my popcorn moment is definitely the last scenes, actually when they are, when they're doing their final dance production. Mm. Because I was like, I'm going to be a bit silly here. I was like, I have suspended, right? Like I'm suspending reality. I'm, I'm, I'm in this world that you're building. I'm in it. But <laughs> this is really pushing the straw because we're supposed to believe that so like the all the things that needed to happen right first we had to believe that Mohini didn't know that they weren't planning on staying past you know that first um you know uh time of theirs mm -hmm. so that means did they did how many numbers did they rehearse right so at that point, <laughs> at that point, um, they get to the final, the finals. Okay, so maybe at that point, maybe in between when they were put as final finalists and actually had to perform, they had much. They had another number that they, you know, rehearsed and had it all packed. Mm -hmm. But for competition of that nature right it's not just the performance it's the dressing it's the lighting it's like I feel like you have to rehearse right like tell me the light people here are our cues for lighting here are our cues for music because at some point they had full-on drummers with costumes doing things so I'm like you all have to rehearse it but somehow we're made to believe that she didn't they weren't planning on doing a live performance Somehow she had a full of like raised platform <laughs> with this beautiful dress that she detached herself from and became like a one piece. You she need to her, stop dissecting. This is my popcorn moment. This is my popcorn moment. I need to talk about it. So she had a solo performance that was at least, if, if we are being conservative, at least, you know, 30 seconds, probably more. <laughs> I want to say more. It's definitely a minute. So she has a solo performance. And then, bam, three, three of the guys show up with costumes. They do a performance, another minute. There's Within that performance, there's at least two outfit changes. <laughs> and, drop. and then, bam, Charlie shows up 
and the background. So that's 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 like the lighting people had to have so many cues. Oh and just and you have you also have to construct so many different sets uh. for this performance. So he comes in in like a reminiscent of like Michael Jackson outfit. And then within like two seconds, mm. he has another outfit on and they're all coordinating. <laughs> so this performance is at least five minutes long with different outfit changes, music cue changes, like props, uh, the flags and the like holograms. Lighting cues. On a world stage, it's a full on concert. And we're meant to believe that they weren't planning on doing this. It was not in the plans. <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> because I was like, so much went into this. So much. <laughs> Yet we're meant to believe it was effortless. <laughs> like, no, own it. Own the fact that, like, you guys have, like, hair, like, jewelry, makeup changes. Like, so many things happen in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That was great. Um, Thank you for that. Another tidbit that, like, I don't think we shared is that Mohini is like it's strongly implied that she's like a exotic dancer even though where she worked out as the exotic dancer is like one of the cleanest nicest just amazingly lit club that I've ever seen <laughs> with like amazing seriously it like, looked like more of like a Broadway experience it didn't yes. look like a strip like call it, reminded me, it reminded me of like I just watched um, the musical Moulin Rouge, Moulin like, Rouge. Moulin Rouge. and it reminded me of the whole set and I was like this is a Moulin Rouge wait, production you did? wait the Nicole Kidman one um because yeah there's only it's just only one Moulin Rouge I didn't know for sure I know there's the the actual musical thing that's out and it's on Broadway and then yeah, there's no, that I mean, film that's one of my most it, favorite films I didn't know is. you watched that read we'll talk yeah. oh my God, but anyway Maya. Uh, we'll, we'll talk we'll talk we'll talk but yeah so it reminded yes. me heavily of that and I'm like when we saw her when we're introducing to her again it was like at least three performance slash dress and like because at one point she's like dancing from the rafters as like a trapeze <laughs> and then she's on the floor and then she's like with her girl and I was just like this is a too early 2000 video like, I am here for it. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is fun me. You hear me? Oh. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Okay. I agree with that popcorn moment <laughs> all day, every day. That was just great. Um, I agree. Everything we said here today, it was so light and it was fun. We definitely need to incorporate a, a good, healthy amount of these lighter films in with the films that we do end up choosing. Mm -hmm. We might even have a larger selection if we do so. Oh my gosh. It was good. It was good. It was so silly and so stupid is the yeah. only word I got. <laughs> um, 
some of the the cues. And I was like, it's definitely one that you can watch with the whole family because you really like, can. It it definitely didn't have anything suggestive except put the potential alcohol here and there, which I think as Americans is not as big of a deal for us. No. Um, but definitely the 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 vomiting thing was a bit much. But you can obviously you know forward through that. I yeah, did. like it's a uh, and it's a great background movie too to just have. Times the way you used to have like videos playing in the background while you move around, live your life, or at a, a party, kind of a good film to just have rolling. Because every moment you walk by, you're going to see something that's going to have you giggle or just be like, "What is this?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but it was it was definitely quality, and you could tell, especially in the end when they do the bloopers, you can tell they had a great time. It, and that's, oh, that's another thing that I wanted to so, say too, because like obviously in a movie like this, right? Um, a lot of the crit criticism was like, "Oh my gosh, it's again, right, a very silly and stupid film." Mm -hmm. But at the same token, like as I was watching this, I could, and I, I, I did my due diligence. I did not read any criticism of this movie, so it was purely my own sort of like you know going into this. I was like, "This thing is so silly," but you can tell the people were having so much fun with it. Oh like they my were having gosh. fun with it. And like, that was also part of why it was great. Because like, they were, and they were on the joke, but also took their craft seriously. Yes. Like, they were having fun on set. Yes. Like, I can imagine how many takes they had to do when they had to, when he had to do that serious look, like he's about to fight or something. Yeah. And he's like, do, 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 do. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, I can imagine them having to cut because everybody <laughs> would break character like yeah. you could see it it was so silly oh my goodness I do want to put out thank you uh shout out to Esther for um presenting pitching this film <laughs> and having our, we, us really really start our year with such a light light uh production it was good stuff thank you so much um to the director uh, was it, uh, is it Farrakhan? Yeah, that's his wife. Yes. Um, <laughs> who apparently has done many, um, uh, films and shout out to her. That was, it was just, and I think she was in the bloopers at the end too. Like she was the one kind of, um, she was the one who started the blooper scenes at the end. So I love the feature and yeah. What would you rate this as before we close on out? Um, I think it's a good medium. It's 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 a medium popcorn with like extra butter. Like it, it's good. Again, it's it's a solid sort of contention when you want to watch something, something beautiful, something fun, something family, or mm -hmm. in, in not have to pay too much attention and also like explain heavy, you know, or complex things to your kids. Let's say. Agreed. I would also give it a medium. Definitely. It was good fun. Um, you know, the silliness will not allow me to put it tired. <laughs> but it was still so good. It yeah, it was still very good for what it was. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that. But thank you, thank you all for listening to the popcorn podcast yet again. Please take some time to go view it yourself. Happy New Year on Netflix. Bollywood extravaganza. It was it was great stuff. 
Um, remember to re review us, follow us, support us on all your podcast listening platforms. We are part of We Need to Talk Club. We have a website, we need to talk.club, which lists all the different podcasts that we do or that are in production. And we're all under one channel. So if you just look at We Need to Talk Club, you'll find all our different podcasts. So thank you for listening to us, and we will see you in the credits. Bye. Bye.